Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Division M Podcast. It is episode 29. Pretty crazy. I'm excited to get to episode 30. We're doing a, a quick solo episode. Uh, we got two really cool guests coming up. Um, we got Human Nuri, who, if you guys aren't familiar with the YouTube space, he's probably one of the biggest like YouTube uh, pranksters in the world. I mean, the kid's got like 10 or 15 million of uh, you know subscribers, and he's absolutely crushing it. And uh, the kid, yeah, super inspiring. He's had a great story, so super excited to have him on on Friday. So that episode will probably come out next week. And then <clears throat> we got an episode with Ellie Norris, who is um, a leading TikToker in the LGBTQ community. So very excited to have him on. So stay tuned for those episodes coming soon. But uh, for this for this episode, we're just going to talk about some stuff that's going on in the world in terms of like you know entertainment. A lot of stuff going on with Kanye West. We got some stuff going on with Casanova. Travis Scott, obviously with Astro World and all the crazy things that are happening there. So a lot of stuff in the in the world happening with rappers, it looks like. And then also we've got uh, some stuff going on in the influencer space and uh, as well as some stuff in the NFT space. So we're kind of just going to chat through all the stuff today. I'm going to share with you guys kind of what's going on in the world. And uh, yeah, let's just get into it. Make sure you guys, you know, uh, check out the podcast on all platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. And if you guys could leave a review, that'd be so helpful. Um excuse me and we also got (coughs) whoa choking on something we also got the youtube channel obviously and uh you know i was doing a lot of f boy island episodes but i think we're gonna gear away from that and start to do just more you know cool guests a lot of influencers and celebrities that are going to be coming on the division's den so it's going to be super lit um but yeah this uh episode is sponsored by mellow keep mellow.com literally the best melatonin on the planet it is pesticide free drug free nicotine free tobacco free and I promise you, you take four to six puffs of this stuff and, you know, it'll knock you out. You'll be sleeping like a baby pretty quick. Um, so, yeah, use code DEN, D-E-N, for 20% off your order at keepmellow.com. And uh, thank you to, you know, Mellow for sponsoring this podcast. But, yeah, let's get into it. So, man, let's, I guess, start off with the uh, crazy stuff going on with World. Obviously, Travis Scott has had the uh, concert out in Houston. And, unfortunately, it just led to you know, what became a mass casualty event. Um, and it's actually very sad. You know, I think, I think it was like 15 people or around there that, that passed away, unfortunately. And, um, you know, sorry, it looks like eight people were killed at the Travis Scott concert. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's just, it's so tragic. And there's so many videos floating around about him and kind of like what he, you know, uh, you know, like how he reacted and kind of like, you know, there's just so many different perspectives that we see, especially on TikTok. And I think it's very unfortunate, obviously, the whole situation. But, you know, I think a lot of people are concerned about how Travis reacted, how, you know, even the police officers that were there reacted and like the way that they, you know, just maybe didn't take it as seriously. Now, the thing we got to think about, though, is like, how do you expect a rapper who's there? Obviously, you know, he's probably intoxicated. He's probably you know, maybe smoking weed or whatever, and he's throwing the show, like, he's there to entertain people, he's not expecting a mass casualty to happen, so, you know, uh, from his perspective, I mean, all you can do is really, like, you know, throw the show, and, and, and by no means do I support anything that he did or didn't do, but I'm just saying, like, you know, I feel like he probably was just doing what he thought was best, and he maybe didn't know exactly what was going on, like, you know, not all of us have had experience standing on a stage, like performing in front of thousands of people. Um, so that shit's pretty, you know, pretty sad. But uh, it looks like, you know, the, the dead range in the age from 14 to 27, 25 people were hospitalized. The youngest patient was nine. Um, 
and man it's pretty sad so it's kind of unclear you know if there was any single event that triggered the chaos or if it was more of like a combination of factors uh at the venue but it sounded like from what i've read like the crowd for whatever reason began to push towards the front of the stage which caused the people in the front of the stage to kind of compress um and you know they were unable to kind of escape that situation obviously that's i mean tragic like i can't imagine you know, being at a concert and not, you know, being at the front and being squished by humans and or other people and like this rail or whatever is in front of you. Um, and, you know, once he started performing, I assume like people just began to go crazy. And it sounds like there was 50,000 people that ran to the front um, and they just compressed everyone together with the little air that was available. Um, and man you know there was one guy or girl uh that was at the concert alexis guavin they told cnn luckily i have mosh pit experience and i'm six feet tall so i could at least put my head up to breathe but others were not so fortunate so you know man it's pretty it's pretty disturbing to be honest and i you know i feel tragic and i feel terrible for all the, the you know victims and their families you know and i i think there was another thing going on Apparently, someone in the crowd was injecting people with drugs. Um, I don't know if that's, you know, true or if it's not true, but that to me is fucked up. Like, if you're going to a concert and you're there injecting people with drugs, like, that's that's capital murder. Like, that that is completely just fucked up. And, you know, I don't know if that was ever proved, but, yeah, very sad stuff, man. So, you know, again, let's just all be careful. I think that's the key thing here is just being careful and being cautious when you're going to a, a concert and really, like, taking in a you know, uh, into account, like the, the scary environment that it can really become. And when you got 50,000 people of all shapes and sizes, I mean, you can only imagine the the crazy stuff and there's probably limited space, limited security. I mean, there's so many different things that can go wrong. Um, so, you know, just, uh, I guess, you know, it's funny. I took a class at USC about safety at these events and there's so many different things. I mean, like where are the exits, you know, where are the exit signs, you know, you want to, kind of have like an escape route planned like before you go to these events and you know when you get there kind of like see what's going on see how you're going to react you know especially with what happened in vegas with the you know the route uh, i think it was the route 66 or whatever festival you know the shooting there like you know there's so many different events that can happen like you know mass shootings there's these stampedes like there's you know the people drugging people like there's so many just crazy things that can happen so yeah just be mindful man like for sure and again, just, you know, feel terrible for everybody. But that's what kind of happened with uh, World. Um, on a more positive note, <laughs> Justin Bieber and Tim Hortons are launching Tim Biebs Timbits. Uh, a couple days ago, Justin Bieber teased he was working on something special with Tim Hortons. And then he unveiled the Canadian pop, well, Justin Bieber, the Canadian pop star. Uh, they are joining forces to create and collaborate on menu innovations and co-branded merchandise, all inspired by Bieber's, um, I guess, love for the fast food chain. Now, to be honest, I've never had Tim Hortons, but uh, it looks like they do, like, pastries and coffee and stuff like that. Um, it's kind of an interesting name, Tim Biebs. I mean, I, I think that's fucking cool. I think Bieber, like, such an interesting character. Like, like, the kid, you know, comes up <laughs> off of music, and now he's got Drew, obviously, which is absolutely crushing it, and now he's got a co-branded line with tim hortons i mean that to me is fucking sick like that that is fucking cool 
Um, definitely going to try it, but apparently Bieber said doing a Tim Hortons collab has always been a dream of his. I grew up on Tim Hortons, and it's always been something close to my heart. So <laughs> that's pretty cool, bro. That to me is like, you know, I grew up going to Starbucks. Like if one day I could have my own drink at Starbucks, like that would be, you know, fucking crazy. We'd probably call it like the Divige Latte or something or like the Div Latte. That'd be fucking yeah that'd be dope <laughs> um but yeah no so super cool man big shout out to bieber and um tim Hortons. i mean that's a pretty sick uh collab right there for sure for sure and there's even a video of him like pulling up and seeing the uh seeing the product that he had and or the product that he developed with tim Hortons. so super cool um you know more rapper stuff going on kanye west and soldier boy squashed their feud over soldiers verse being left off donda there's a video, and obviously we know Soldier Boy, just complete lunatic, uh, really funny guy. Obviously, need you know he uh, definitely is an entertainer, but he was like uh, made a video, and he was like you know fuck fuck easy like blah 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 blah. But it sounds like there was a post that just went up, um, and you know it looks like he t- it's, it looks like Ye took Soldier Boy off of Donda because he didn't like the verse. And then Ye posted a text exchange between the two where he apologized for not being honest with Soldier from the beginning. And apparently he said, yo, it's Ye, love you, bro. I should have told you that I wasn't going to use the verse. And then Soldier responded saying, love you too, bro. That's all I wanted. So, man, like anything else, I think transparency is the big fucking key, right? Like, no matter what it is and what you're doing, just be honest with the other person. And I fucking, that applies to everything, like relationships. It applies to, you know, I mean, every aspect of your life, like just the importance and just the key of transparency and like being honest with the other person and just telling them straight up and directly what you're feeling or what you're going to do um, is so, so, so crucial. And I feel like that just, you know, helps you avoid so many issues in the long term. And trust me, yo, like I can apply this to my own life for sure. And I'm definitely working on it. But yeah, I'm glad Kanye and Soldier are figuring out their beef. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see if, you know, maybe Soldier comes out with some new music pretty soon. But Wow, another, we got a lot of rapper stuff going on. Jay-Z was cleared in 67, 67 million dollar lawsuit over Parlux cologne endorsement deal. Um, there was a video of Jay-Z walking out of the courtroom, smiling and laughing. It sounds like the court case went pretty well. But, uh, you know, after nearly six years of litigation, the Manhattan jury has reached a verdict in Jay-Z's trial with Parlux fragrance, fragrance for, wow, fragrances which partnered with the rapper in 2013 to launch its gold Jay-Z cologne. And apparently Jay-Z has been cleared in the lawsuit, which claimed he breached an endorsement deal with the company by failing to promote the cologne. The jurors found the hip hop mogul not liable for the $67.6 million in requested damages while also rejecting Hove's roughly $6 million countersuit for alleged unpaid royalties. And, uh, it looks like in a statement shared with complex, Jay-Z said, I'd like to express my gratitude to the jury, especially during these difficult times. And, uh, yeah, it sounds like Jay-Z walked out pretty, pretty solid. And, you know, what's crazy is, uh, you know, obviously as someone who runs an influencer agency, like I've seen these partnerships kind of come together and kind of fall apart. And, you know, it's kind of crazy. Like, the, you know, the reason contracts are so important is literally for this reason exactly. Like, and that's why any deals that we do at our company, we got to make sure that the money side and the deliverables are so clear like so picture perfectly clear that there's literally no way that there could be a lawsuit. Like, you know, if they don't see the post, if, you know, the influencer or the celebrity doesn't post, you know, uh, the brand they're in or they're in, yeah, the influencer or the celebrity is in breach. Right. And I think 
man, this just goes to show the importance of having such a strong like legal team. Um, and man, can I relate, you know, to that as well. But yeah, anyways, glad Jay-Z was cleared of his $67 million lawsuit with uh, Products Cologne. I've never even heard of them, actually. Not not very familiar, but yeah, big shouts to Jay-Z. Moving on to more of the YouTube space. YouTube makes dislike counts private to shield creators from harassment and dislike attacks. Uh, so YouTube announced on Wednesday that the dislike count under its videos will no longer be viewable to the public, leaving only creators able to see the numbers from the back end. The change is geared at curbing hate mobs from mass disliking a video because they have a problem with the creator rather than the content itself. Uh, now, obviously, viewers will still be able to dislike videos, but they will not be able to see how many dislikes have been given. I think this is such a great move. Big shout out to YouTube. Like, we all know this. The social media community is so toxic. Like, so, 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 so toxic. The, you know, I've got a, an NFT project on mental health called Busted Brains. Big shout out to the team at Busted Brains. Uh, coming out real soon. And, you know, we have mental health meetings all the time. And one thing I can say is like, man, social media has caused so much mental health struggles across everybody like myself, you know, everybody in in our world like that I know has struggled with mental health. And a big part of it is just because of the comparisons on social media. And man, I mean, I think this is definitely a great step that maybe should have been taken a little bit earlier. And I think, you know, platforms like Instagram, TikTok, um, you know, Twitch, Twitter, all these platforms need to kind of be a little more strategic with, uh, you know, with their, uh, with the way that they have their platform set up. And I think YouTube is doing a great job by, you know, removing this feature from, from their site. So yeah, big shout out to YouTube. And uh, I agree with one of the statements that a, a spokesperson for, from YouTube, you know, said, he said, we're proactively making this change because YouTube has a responsibility to protect creators, especially smaller creators from harassment and dislike attacks. Um, I don't know about especially smaller creators, but I, I do agree that YouTube is responsible for protecting the creators. And I think this is a great way for them to do exactly that. Um, and, you know, just pointing out the fact that like most platforms don't even have a dislike option. Um, and, you know, for example, like Twitter and Instagram. So, you know, uh, I don't think that this change really will drastically change the user experience for YouTubers or for YouTube viewers rather. Um, so yeah, big shout out to YouTube for making that change. I think that was super, super necessary, uh, for sure. But yeah, anyways, moving on to another rapper situation, man. This one sucks because I'm actually a big fan of this guy. Casanova was hit with attempted murder charge in federal racketeering case. Um, and I mean, psh, I bet you his legal battle has become a lot more complicated now, but According to a superseding indictment obtained by All Hip Hop, the 35-year-old Brooklyn rapper is now facing an attempted murder charge in his federal racketeering case. Um, and I guess the allegations stem from an October 2020 shooting outside the King, King of Diamonds nightclub in Miami. Um, and uh, man, pretty, pretty sad stuff. I mean, especially from such a talented rapper. Uh, and Casanova actually posted saying, the charges against me are false. They don't represent or reflect the person that I am. And uh, they're simply using my past criminal history to crucify me in court. I'm calling on all the great people with meaningful and powerful voices to help me with this matter. If there's anything you can do to help, whether it, if it's contacting my legal attorney to see that I played no role in this case or have a, having a private investigator look into actual, into actual role and not the alleged accusations against me, any help provided will be a blessing because I feel defeated one's past. Um, I feel defeated. One's past shouldn't be the reason why you can't be afforded a successful future man um 
you know, that sucks. And, you know, I hope Casanova gets out of the situation. But, you know, we're seeing a lot of these attempted murder and just similar related cases. And it, you know, is very unfortunate. So, yeah, just a quick update there on Casanova. Uh, what else we got, man? Another Kanye West story. Kanye West's Yeezy was ordered to pay $950,000 in shipping delay lawsuit. Um, and, you know, I think a lot of the listeners on this podcast, like, probably have some sort of, you know, econ businesses because I tend to notice that a big uh, portion of my following is entrepreneurs and people kind of in the business space. But, man, this is so important to keep in mind, especially for those that have companies in L.A. Like, you want to make sure you're shipping your products on time because if you're not, man, I mean, it can lead to some serious issues. Um, and, you know, Kanye's brand has been ordered to pay nearly a million dollars. Los Angeles County District Attorney George Gascone uh, announced that Yeezy Apparel and Yeezy LLC have to pay a total of $950,000 to settle a recent civil lawsuit. The lawsuit argues that Ye's company took part in unlawful business practices and made false promises by not shipping items on time. And, uh, you know, he also says that online consumers are entitled to protection against unwarranted fees and unreasonably long waits for purchases to arrive on their doorsteps. And, you know, LA County will enforce state and federal laws governing online shopping at all costs. So, and it kind of shows you guys, man, if you have a business, you know, you want to make sure you're delivering on your products and, uh, or delivering on your, you know, your, uh, you know, on your, uh, commitment to your clients, basically. Like if they're paying you money for a product, you want to make sure that you're sending it out. And, you know, if you're having shipping issues or any, any issues, you want to make sure you're being as transparent as possible and as honest as possible with them. Um, so yeah, big, uh, you know, big, big, big learning lesson there. And, uh, you know, I just say, yeah, just do your do your part, man. If you have a company, like, be sure that you're fucking being uh, honest and transparent with your customers. So, yeah, that's what's going on with Kanye West. And last story for the day, super random, but back to the influencer space. China bans influencers from recommending stocks and wearing strange clothes. That's a very interesting title, but I guess a new directive from the China Securities Regulatory Commission, the CSRC, has ordered influencers to avoid ad, uh, advising particular stocks and wearing strange clothing even when live... Wait, sorry. Oh, and wearing strange clothing when live streaming. And I guess they told influencers that they should rem- remain objective and professional on camera and refrain from cursing, wearing strange clothing, or streaming from exotic locations. Uh, you know, I think I actually really like this, you know, I think, you know, live streaming has become such a massive part of our world and man, it is so important, especially, you know, with people nowadays getting their finance advice from TikTok and, you know, these other platforms from people who really don't have any credibility, you know, or they say they do, but really they're just some dude in their garage or some lady in their garage who are just making this video, like making these videos. Like, I think it's super important that, you know, even in America, like we should really have some sort of laws around, you know, recommending stocks. And I know we do, you know, you have to say like, you know, I'm not a financial advisor, but you know, is that enough? You know, is that enough of a, a warning to the audience of, you know, when you're making a recommendation and then saying, Hey, well, I'm not a stock advisor, but you know, these are the stocks that I'm buying. Like that's still stock advice. So, you know, to me, that doesn't really make sense. And I think China's doing a great job by putting this law into effect. Um, Wearing strange clothes, not so sure how I feel about that or how it is related whatsoever, but definitely think that, you know, you know, uh, not sharing stock advice on social media, especially in live streams and, 
especially when you're not qualified, you know, is super, super important. So big shout out to China for that. Um, that's all we got for this episode. I know it's super random, but those are some of the highlights and kind of like news, um, you know, key news things that are happening in the world right now across, you know, entertainment, um, entertainment and kind of just the world in general. So that's it for this episode, man. Make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast on YouTube. Make sure you guys go check out the Spotify and uh, wherever you're listening to this. Make sure you leave a review. And again, use code DEN, D-E-N, for 20% off your order at keepmellow.com, the best melatonin on the planet. And uh, stay tuned for another episode of the Davidges Den podcast coming soon with Human Nuri. <clears throat> and then we also got the amazing, amazing Elliot Norris coming on as well. So thanks again for listening. Have a great week and catch you guys later. Peace.